You know, this morning I was asked to bring a message and I come to do what I'm supposed to do. But I believe this morning it's more important that we go in the area of a listening and learning session this morning. Too many times we look for somebody to come on Sunday morning with great preaching messages and sometimes they do. But this morning, it's time for a warning. We're just so close right now in these last days that judgment time comes. And many who we're looking at and laughing at and having a great time, some of us are going to heaven and some are going to hell. And it is up to me as a leader to do whatever I can possibly to try to keep you from going to hell. And so, because that is put upon me, and we've been talking about this morning, there's a responsibility when you come into the house of God. Amen. Number one, you ought to feel his presence. Amen. Number two, you shouldn't be looking at me because I'm doing the message that I'm anything all that great. I'm just a sinner saved by grace. And so this morning, I'm speaking to the Christians who say they are. I'm speaking to some of the Christians they try to act like they want. I'm speaking to any and all, including myself, that there's a greater standard that needs to be met this morning. Amen. Because before the day's over, some of us could be gone. Amen. And so if I have a title, it would be, let us be good examples rather than hypocrites. Oh, I didn't hear nobody understand that. Let us be good examples of God. Amen. Rather than hypocrites. Amen. It is becoming a fashion today in the church community that is more like fraternal organizations yes. or sororities. Yes. In other words, you've got to go through this, this, this in order to be a part of this house. Well, let me tell you something. It's not my house. It's not your house. It's God's house. And God has allowed you to come in his presence this morning. Amen. But he has an expectation is yes. you can come as you are. You don't have to come all dressed up. You don't have to look at somebody because they're not wearing a suit. I purposely didn't wear one. Because guess what? I could be wearing the finest suit going straight to hell. Amen. But I want you to understand this morning that when you came in this house today, Brother Chief did something. He said, have paper and pen. Because guess what? After I want to see what other people are writing so what I don't miss. But I want you to understand one thing. You want to go around here telling people that you're children of God? You are. Some of them say you're Christian. Some say whatever. But some of y'all need to stop lying. Amen. Some of y'all might have made the grade that, yeah, I'm a Christian. But what have you done for God? Amen. What have you done this morning? Amen. So to people all across the world, preachers, including me, members of the church, God wants your very best. Because I'm going to tell you something right now. I thank God I wasn't Jesus. There's no way I could have lived his life. There's no way I could have followed his way on that cross. Because as a human being, saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, I tell you one thing, if you had spared me, I'd have to think first. Would Jesus just allow it? As much as I love God, and you spit at me, I may knock you out before I ask for your forgiveness. Amen. But this morning, I'm just trying to bring you to light that I don't know 
what tomorrow is for you. But I want you to know today that whatever you do, let's be right with God first. Let's be right with God. Let's be right with family. And let's be right with everybody around. My words are going to be coming from something that God did. Matthew, and I want you to go to Matthew chapter 7. I didn't say a verse. I said chapter 7. Sometimes we get so caught up with a verse we hear that we just love it. It sounds so good. But something that Brother Gene said, what was the message? What was the verse? Amen. Now he did it the way the world is. You know, here's something you can get. But I'd rather not have the money and be in heaven than straight hell, hell, hell. Amen. So when you look at the scripture, the first thing it talks about, it says, do not judge is the caption. Now, who are you to judge me or somebody else? Amen. Just because somebody looks better than you? Just because they seem to show more things than you? But there's a whole lot of rich folks that went to hell. Amen. There's a lot of poor folks went to hell. But we that are in the church have a responsibility to show the process how each and every person can go to heaven. And that's with the Bible. Too many times we want to talk about those messages about money coming. No. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, you'll bring a preacher from across the country to tell you how much money you're going to get, but he didn't tell you how much you had to put in the offering for you to get the money. Amen. Oh, come on. There's some out there lining their pockets. Amen. And I'm not saying that preachers don't deserve it, and I'm not saying the members not. But what I am saying, if you're going to stand up in the pulpit, and if you're going to come to church, don't come to church and bring your lives with you. Too many times, even small things, how about we know, and I'm taking my time, I'm not going to be here forever, but I said it one time before, Christians in the house, tell your kids never lie, you whip them half silly when they do, and then all of a sudden you get a phone call, and guess what, it's a bill collector, oh tell them I'm not home, Amen. tell them I'm not home, somebody you don't want to bother with, oh they get on my nerves, and you tell them how great they are, but it starts out in the lesson. And the first thing it says in chapter 7, judge not. If we didn't say nothing else, judge not. What makes you so special that you can tell somebody else you ain't nothing? You're going straight to hell. You're ugly. You stink. You do all these other kind of things. But do we understand that there's some things that are going to keep you from heaven? And some of those things is how you treat God's people. Because I'm going to tell you something. If God was like some of us, and they look, let's use an example, our brother on the corner. Boy, you look like a little black nigga, you. Oh, come on now. Now, that sounds stupid, but let me tell you something. Go in some of these churches, and even in our church this morning, are we more about saying that we came to church? Or are we coming here because we're looking for something? But it said, judge not. There's only one judge, it's Jesus. So why are all these church folks judging somebody else? Frank, you too light, okay? Bubbles, I don't like the way your glasses look. There's somebody that's going to find something yeah. wrong Amen. with somebody. Amen. If they found it with Jesus, what makes you think they ain't going to find something wrong with you? But you came to the house of God to hear a word. You are going through something, Amen. Pastor.
excellencies, praise and worship lifted you up. If you only got lifted up, that's still something special. You came and you saw somebody you know who's truthful, that's special. But why can't we be examples rather than hypocrites? Let me tell you something right now. If we would look across the Christian community, we would find more hypocrites than those that meet the standard of God. And it's a judge not that you be not judged. That's the problem. You want to judge everybody, but you don't want to be judged. You want everybody, I'm going to have to say this, my father used to tell me something. He wasn't a Christian. I love my father. He did what he could. But guess what? Don't do what I do. Do what I tell you. Now, on one side, that's a horrible thing to do. But on the second side, because he didn't understand God or anything, he wanted to make sure I didn't go down the same road as he did. How many people come to church because they want different generations in their family to be better than what they were? Amen. Oh, come on. Why'd you bring them here? Amen. You didn't want them to go the way you went. But understanding one thing, if we were the church doing everything that God wanted, we would not have our children, grandchildren, or others going the way they do. Yes. Because we would have built up such a great foundation, yes. they would dare to think from going away. Yes. Now I'm going to tell you something right now. Yes. My children, I taught them something in the house that wasn't Christian, but it was something that benefited them. When they acted up, I took the belt and whatever they did wrong, Pastor Leslie, whoever, guess what? Don't do that. I spelt it with a D-O-N with the apostrophe on the behind. I took everything I could do to make things go right. And I understand that we need this word of God. But what about training up a child in the way she go? And it's more than just being in the church. It's us showing respect for one another. Yes. I'm here this morning because we're in the last days and I don't want to be the one to take you to hell. If I'm going to hell, don't let me go. Pray for me. Understand I'm going on 75 years old. I'm not what I used to be, but I'm trying to be the best I can. But judge not that you be not judged. For with the judgment you judge, you shall be judged. And with the measure you use, it may be measured back to you. Well, how many times have we heard that scripture and we haven't changed yet? How many people in this room, the Lord went up there to the cross, paid the price for your sins, and how many people still sinning? Oh, come on now. Yes, some of us are lying, conniving, doing any old thing in the name of Jesus. And how can we be the people of God and all of a sudden somebody messes with you? Jesus, you make me sick. Since when do you use Jesus' name to tell somebody that, guess what, they get on your nerves? I understand you say, Jesus, please help me to keep from knocking them out. But I'm here this morning, not preaching. I'm here with my family. Blood or under the blood of Christ is saying, come on. Let's be better examples. My girls tell me I'm wonderful. I tell you that right now, don't you say nothing bad about me. My daughters will knock you out, Christians or otherwise, because I showed a love to them. But I wasn't always the best. 
I remember when I used to drink. I remember I used to do a lot of things. I remember, but I don't have to do them anymore. Amen. Stop letting people remind you of their past. But if they do remind you, say, thank God he changed it. Stop letting the world put you in the position to go to hell like those that want to go to hell. One other thing, too, is we're the Christians, and you're in the house now. One of the best things during the service, other than the word, is testimony. It reminds you what God has brought you to. Has God brought anybody other than me through? Amen. Oh, come on now. Amen. 2001, I was supposed to be dead from prostate. Guess what? Amen. It's 22, I'm still here. Amen. I'm still here getting on everybody's nerves. Amen. Come on now. I see her laughing at me. I get on everybody's nerves, and especially my kids and my grandkids. And that's because I'm old and sometimes hard-headed. And I tell you one thing. This morning, let's stop being hard-headed. Time is ending up right now. Then guess what? While you're being hard-headed, you're going to be hard-headed in hell, hell, hell. Today is the time. It's not too late, but there's some of the people in this room, and maybe many, that guess what? You already got your report card and go straight to hell. Oh, God. Oh, come on now. Oh, oh, come on now. If you woke up with a dirty mind, come on now right now. Don't you know that God can change you even this very second? But let's look down a little bit farther where it talks about keep asking. How many people has God blessed with money and different financial things and all kind of stuff? Well, guess what? You as a child, you're supposed to get that kind of stuff. That's right. And there's nothing wrong with money. It said the love of it. Why do you have to love something that's automatically yours that is the blessings of God? Why can't we be thankful? That's another thing the church needs to remind you. Be thankful. It ain't about you. Pastor Leslie, two weeks in a row, some years ago, priest. It's not about me. Because she learned as a pastor, she has to be about other people. The next week she comes out and preaches. It is about me. It's about us that we deserve the blessings that God gave us. You don't need to take somebody else. You don't need to bad talk nobody else. The Bible clearly says, starting at 7, ask and it will be given you. So church folks and Christians, why do you need to steal? Why do you need to cheat? Why do you need to go around trying to get stuff that's not yours? Why would you want to go to bed with somebody else's husband? If God can give you the desires of your heart, why would you want something used? And I'm not trying to be vulgar or nothing. I'm just saying, why would you want something that somebody else? I want something better. What about you, grandson? Don't you want the best? normal stuff. I had an older brother and my older brother had a beautiful girlfriend. But I'm going to tell you something. I wouldn't have talked to him for the world. Ain't no way I would have kissed no girl that my brother kissed first. Now that sounds stupid, but God told me I could have the very best. Are people, are you reading this Bible or are you just letting the church tell you what's in there? The pastor could be lying. Oh, come on. Wait a minute. There's some preachers who told women in the church, oh, God is going to bless you. 
No, what you wanted was you wanted them. Okay. And it goes the opposite. In a time like this, where you don't even know if you got one breath left, you need to understand what they, that last breath, Jesus, I'm yours, Lord. Whatever you want, I'm here. But again, I can ask, and then guess what else? I can receive that which is of God. Am I the only one God has given his best? Okay, I ain't seen a whole lot of people raising hands. That means you're taking Satan's used stuff. I don't want nothing used if God can get me something else. And then when we look at going even farther, like I said, I'm skipping around. Enter by the narrow gate. Wait a second right now. It's telling you how to go to heaven. There's a gate. There's a straight and narrow. I call it straight and narrow freeway. But how many times some of us got on the wrong road? Amen. How many times people, oh, I'm going to heaven, and you walking up that straight, narrow heaven, and then all of a sudden, and as I said, I know I got kids here, and some people were, ooh, look at that shape right now. You're so busy now, got off the detour. You might not get back on the street. Amen. You may not Amen. get back. All right. That might be the beginning of you going this way, and this way, and this way, and this way. Let me tell you something. We are all men we know. Some women look good, but guess what? That's all they do. That's not who we want. God blessed me with 51 years. Amen. Amen. Lord, as much of a pain in the behind that I was to carry, how I ever made it past the first year. Because Leslie and Steph said, Daddy got drama. Am I the only one that's Christian that got drama? No. Because if, if I'm the only one, you're liars. You're going straight to hell if you don't change your ways. We are people, we talked about it this morning in a lesson where some brothers made sure their brother was really as far down as he could to maybe not get up. But the bad they did for him, guess what happened? God can take evil and turn it into good. So we need to understand something that's even I said this morning, where somebody stabbed me years ago and now tell me how great I am. Did I forget about being stabbed? No, no I still know it. It's just that I don't hold any grudges. We are here today hoping that, guess what? You make it through this service, Sister Thompson and daughter, you hope you make it home after you leave. You don't have to make it home. Come on now. You can walk out that door, I ain't calling anything. But you need to thank God that guess what? You're here now. Because you could have been on the road and the car hit you. People wake up. You're going to heaven or hell. Amen. But you have the choice. Well, I don't I don't read the Bible that much. Okay. Make a change. These people with these New Year resolutions, well guess what? Well, I'm gonna look at that book. I'm going to start going to Bible study. I'm going to start learning what to do. I'm here as a warning. Amen. You're going to hell or you're going to heaven. I can't put you in there, but you sure can put yourself in there. Amen. And I'm going to tell you something. Stop looking to the fact that what you think you missed because you got in the church now. What have you really missed? Nothing. I can't miss being drunk all the time. Back in the day, oh, I can't miss that. 
Come on now. I remember being so drunk one time that at college, I fell up cold in the shower floor and woke up with water on top of me because I didn't turn it off. I thought I was drowning. You can laugh at it, but that's what I used to do. That was my method of keeping me going. Why can't it be Jesus Christ and the life that he did pay that price? Why can't that be an example? Yeah, it was pain, but guess what it did? It took away the pain for us. I think we spend more time about who we are, what we can be, and what we can get. We're self-serving, the majority of us. Uh Oh, come on now. You know that. Brother Gene was just talking about he needed prayer for different things. But guess what? The family that's sitting there with him, they know if it's good for him. It's good for them. Amen. We need to stop trying to hide from life. We need to, guess what? There's some things that you got to go through. Amen. God is not going to let you go through this whole life without you doing something. And let's stop thinking you're so cute. Mm. You know, some of us got granddaughters. I got a granddaughter. She just thinks she everything. That's just who she is. But there's going to come a time that she has children. She ain't going to take them to take so I'm here this morning not to preach. It's a warning. Amen. Brother Gene, I don't want you going to hell. Our cute little mother of every year, I'm looking at her back there. Let me tell you something. Great mother, God's happy with that. Great grandmother, Sister Thompson and Stephanie or somebody else is here. Everybody talk about how wonderful you are. And you never let it go to your head. You never let it go to head. The most humble person I know. Amen. Brother Robin, most comical preacher that there is. Can't speak Spanish, can't speak English. <laughs> I tell you one thing, he loved the Lord. Wait a minute. He's the only person that doesn't acknowledge what he is. We tell him, hey, you Puerto Rican, there's, there's a whole lot of great ones. I have some of my family. No, I'm not. I'm a New York Rican. I don't care if you're New York or Boston. You're still Puerto Rican. Come on, be what you are. Let's stop doing that. If you're black, be black. If you're white, whatever. Whatever God did, he did it for a reason. God wants to use you. I'm sitting up there having the trouble in the pulpit. I was shouting. My great-granddaughter was over there playing on the bongos like it was a drums pastor lesson. I sat there and I just like, God, thank you, thank you, thank you. Carl, you better get ready to retire because she's going to put you out in a second. There she is. She's going to put you out and you'll be training other people from the church. Amen. Folks, as I said, this is not preaching. I love you. And because I love you, I want everybody to go to you have it when it's your time. Don't try to go before time. Amen. There's too many people that suicidal mentality because of things you might have went through the way people treat you. But here's a book that's a little different. They ain't got no great cover, but the word is still in there. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I don't care what color it is. I don't care if it's your phone. Thank God I learned. Pastor Leslie taught me how to text. And the first dumb thing I did maybe five years ago, I put down Y-O-U. She put it on Facebook. My father texts. He got you. 
But guess what happened? She taught me how to text and stuff. Now I got an 11. It's not a 13. But I know how to find scriptures on there. Amen. I didn't know what to do with this phone. I didn't even know how to call anybody right. I didn't know how to do anything right. I know because if I get down Wait a minute. And my other granddaughter with the red hoodie on looked like what? Yeah, where, where is she? Little, little red. She had to show me how to turn my phone off because I didn't know how to get it down the volume. Come on. I'm a man of God, but I'm stupid, stupid, stupid in a lot of areas. Come on, people. We have to understand this new technology right now. Is you can go to your phone. Somebody can send you a text, an email. You can find the word of God. And guess what? You can Google, and then guess what? It can tell you everything, and if you can't hear, guess what? They got these tapes now. There's no excuse for you not to get the word of God. Amen. Please do not come to the church every Sunday just to sit and, and then go home with nothing. Amen. Right. Tell it. Tell it. Right. Don't, don't go home with nothing. Because we need to close the doors. If you're coming here just to sit there, guess what? Open up the door. Everybody just leave. If you're just coming to hear songs, there's the door. Unless it's a song that ministers to you. Bubbles, I thank you for this morning. For you that know I've been sick with a flu for three weeks. Because I'm 75. I caught a cold. That's what it was. For that 75. But you just singing and your arms just joyful. I got blessed. I got blessed from John. I got blessed everybody. Please, when you come in this house, have an expectation. Push us leaders to make sure yes. that you get what you need. Let me say that. Thank you. 
us for ministry. Be good. Amen. Try your very best. Amen. Be good examples. Amen. Show the love. But if I really had a real message, you know what I would have been a little bit? Let us be pleasing and acceptable to God gave me. Amen. the message. If you can just do that, you got a better chance of going to heaven. Okay. Because I said, let us. But you got to do it on your own. Okay. I want everybody that's in the room, just look at somebody else and just say, I hope to meet you in heaven. I hope to meet you in heaven. Amen. You know what I'm saying? I know that's right. Wait a minute. I didn't say love yet. I said, I hope to meet you in heaven. Because if you hope, you're going to do it. Wait a minute. Say it again, kids. Come on. So I hope to meet you in heaven. I, I'm looking for you. Come on. You may not look like you look now, but I want to be there with you. But guess what? You got to die. Wait a minute. Come on now. We got to die to get there. Stop being so caught up in every day. Amen. But guess what? Let every day be one. Amen. That you share the love of God with one another. Amen. That you pray for one another. Amen. And that whatever you've done before, get over it. Amen. I told Pastor Gene this morning, and I've said to myself and you, the reason why some people can't make it, they haven't forgiven themselves. That's the truth. God oh, has yeah. forgiven you, That's and you right. want to let, why you a drug dealer so many years ago? Yeah. Well, guess what? You are a hypocrite. Not right now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. But you're a hypocrite. Yeah. I'd rather be a past drug dealer, which wasn't my thing, as I said, mine was liquor. Everybody got their little thing. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you something. Don't be hypocrites. Don't be a hypocritical wife. Don't be a hypocritical husband. Don't be a hypocritical almost played guitar player, <laughs> praise God. Don't be a hypocritical, decent drummer. Ooh. I'm just, wait a minute, I did it purposely. Because guess what? Did you see expression on his face? Who the heck will play the drums? But guess what? I got a couple of dollars of cash and I can buy somebody to play the drums. But I can't get them to play it like you do. That's what the whole thing is. Gotta listen to the statement. We're too busy jumping off because somebody started something. Well, here we go talk about the drummer. That's my favorite drummer. Yes, he is. I didn't say about guitar playing. <laughs> but people, as I, I walk from here, can some people repeat after me? Say, I'm going to do all I can. I'm going to do all, all I can. can. To be pleasing. To be pleasing and acceptable, and acceptable to God, to God daily. daily. And if you do that, you need to pray. You need to get into this word. You need to learn how to love people that don't love themselves. You need to learn how to get along with some people that nobody can get along with. But from this mic, I look out at everybody and I say, I love you. I know everybody. I really do. I know everybody. And I'm going to tell you something. This morning, you know who I'm talking about. Sky and Ari, every time they come over the house, they condemn me. And what I mean by that is Sky, Ari has something to do. Sky will go over there and help her like a mother. That's a child. When I see that, I'm like, Lord, I better be better. Yeah, I better be better. So, let's take this love. Brother Gene, you were part of the message this morning. You know that. Let
be the church of God in whatever building you walk in or reside. Amen. Let your house be that church that your family's growing up in. Amen. But wait a minute, it don't look like it. Let me ask you something, you're a child of God. Back in the day, they walked through the dirt and everything else. There was no building. Come on now. So church, I love you all. There was no preacher. They just said, let us be good examples. Let us be holy. But let hypocrites not be you. And as you go from here, mothers, sisters, cousins, fathers, grandfathers, everything. We have a job to do as this next generation to make them better. And if we don't do that, we fail the test. Amen, amen, amen. amen.